0: messing it up.
1: How do we start this? Welcome to Kim Knows Nothing starring I'm Stacy. that's Stacy and that's Kim over there. I'm Kim and Kim knows nothing. I'm gonna tell her a true crime story mm-hmm. and you're just gonna hear her just react. I have sound effects. She has sound effects yeah that help uh, express her emotions because she sometimes doesn't have the words.
0: no uh, yeah. Talking Murds on the cast. Let's oh, do this. Oh, Yep. I'm, that's two in a row. I'm, oh, boy. I think Not a it fan. Stays. I think it stays.
1: <clears throat> all right. So let's get started, OK? OK.
0: Is it going to be scary? Oh, yeah. OK.
1: This is going to freak you out. Okay. Uh, when I was researching this, I was freaking myself out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nothing scares you. Now I'm scared.
1: What? Everything scares me.
0: Yeah, that's true. You're scared of everything.
1: I think that's why I love true crime, because in order to live a safe life, you must be scared all the time. <laughs>
0: That's not true.
1: (laughs) You live a safe life by like living a safe life. All right, I live a safe life. Mm, Debatable. All right, uh, this episode is called the Japanese Cannibal. Ooh, (laughs) this sounds (laughs) gross. (laughs) Do you have a sound effect for it? Um, yeah. (laughs) All right, I'll take it. Yeah, because it's also like like who knows? It could be could be
0: scary, could be freaky, he could be misunderstood. Well, I, I think, assume it's a guy because, like, ladies do not do cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> ladies don't do cannibalism. No.
1: I think that's a fact. I think we could look that up and find out that that's true. Yeah. Um, all right. So Sounds like
0: Kim knows some things.
1: Kim knows some things. All right. So, uh, Japanese cannibal. Okay. And uh, as you can already tell from the title... We're gonna be talking about a man who committed a murder and then cannibalized his
0: victim, okay? Kim's laughing at me. I'm not laughing at yeah, you. What are you laughing at? Uh Konichi yum. What? <laughs> so oh, I get it. Japanese joke about saying hello and yeah. yum. Konichi yum. Oh um, my Let's edit that out. <laughs> That's fair. Or we're leaving That's it very in. fair.
1: Um, oh God. This is going to be rough. All right. (laughs) Here we go. So let's just get into it and talk about who this monster was. Okay? Okay. His name was Issei Sagawa, uh, a Japanese man born in 1949 to wealthy parents. When he was born, he was very premature and sickly. His father said he could fit in the palm of his hand. As he grew older, he was always smaller and had health issues, being weak and always feeling inadequate. As an adult, he grew to be only four foot nine.
0: Oh, my goodness. So he's a little older than me. Little
1: guy like you. Yeah, he's just a little guy. How tall
0: are you? Five one and a half. Same as Rachel Bilson and Reese Witherspoon. So just like good company. Got it. Got it. Okay. Just don't fact check that. Keep telling yourself that. (laughs) Don't don't fact check (laughs) that. (laughs) I think uh, Amy Poehler and I are the same height. Oh,
1: I can see that. Yeah. She seems short. Uh, Your normal height. All right. Anyway, so he was a small dude. Uh, Sagawa has been interviewed and has said that he had a very happy childhood but knew uh, from very early on that he was basically a creep he said that in the first grade he had his first cannibalistic desire in the first grade? yeah Ugh. Uh, when he saw the thigh of another young boy Ugh, isn't oh. that gross? <laughs> he said in an interview quote I was physically weak from the moment I was born. My legs were so skinny they looked like pencils. It was uh, in the first grade of elementary school when I saw the quivering meat on a male classmate's thighs, and I suddenly
0: thought, mmm, that looks delicious. That's, those are, that's not a correlated thought. <laughs> I have bad shoulders, but I don't want to bite <laughs> your shoulder because that's not. that's just two different things.
1: The guy has clearly a disorder. Clearly something's wrong with him. Clearly. Uh, So eventually this desire turned toward girls, and he became obsessed with Western women. He saw a film starring Grace Kelly and became fixated on her appearance. He being small and frail and admittedly very ugly looking, he was obsessed with these tall, healthy looking, beautiful women, and he wanted to eat them so he could absorb their energy.
0: That'll show him. (laughs) Oh, wait, I got something. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, forget it. (laughs) What do you call that sound effect? Uh, That's like a space. Yeah, I was trying to do something that was like, no way. This guy's weird. Okay, that's fair. But you know what?
1: We can't all, they can't all be winners. Kim. So uh, when he was in college in Tokyo, he acted for the first time on his cannibalistic urges. He broke into a German woman's apartment at night while she was sleeping and attempted to knock her unconscious with (gasps) an umbrella. And then use a kitchen knife to cut off pieces of her flesh and eat them. She woke up though, and called the police, and he was arrested. <laughs> uh, he didn't end up doing anything to her, but he was charged with a, he was charged with attempted rape because that's what the police thought he was there to do. They had no idea he was actually there to eat her. Did he tell them that? No. Good. I mean, good, but you know, right, lots of crimes could have been
0: uh, averted. Well, yeah, sure. But you could say that for any crime. If I guess any so. would-be criminal was like, "I was gonna do this thing," <laughs> I was gonna do this. Uh, I, although I don't know why I'm sticking up for this guy. I guess bad. I, you know, just yeah, just table it. Okay. Sagawa's father, who was a very wealthy
1: dude, bailed okay. uh, bailed him out, of course, and sure. ended up paying off the woman so that his son would never have to serve any jail time. So to just silence this woman and just keep any justice from happening. Uh, in 1970 1970- That's good. Thank That's you. good. That's very that was good.
0: Thank
1: you. In nineteen seventy seven, Sagawa ends up studying abroad at the Sorbonne in Paris, where of course he was surrounded by beautiful European women. Uh, in interviews he's said that his desires were only increasing, and every night while in Paris he would bring home a prostitute with the intention of killing her and eating her, but he could never bring himself to do
0: it. This is basically just like Jack on Titanic. (laughs) What? I don't know, like prostitutes in Paris.
1: Oh, I guess I forgot that part. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's so sad, Kim. I can't watch it. Ah. It's too sad. Okay. Finally, in his modern French literature class, Sagawa meets the beautiful and friendly 25-year-old Renée Hardewelt.
0: Oh, no, Renée.
1: Who was a Dutch woman in one of his classes... Renee spoke three languages and was studying French literature. Uh, I couldn't find any more information about Renee, not her family or anything else, which is pretty sad because we know a lot about this Sagawa freak, Mm -hmm. but like nothing. I can't. There's a photo of her, but it's just kind of like she was 25, going to school in Paris. That's all we know. Kind of unfortunate. Anyways, um, so that's pretty sad. But uh, Renee was very kind to Sagawa and even took pity on him. She invited him out to dinner with a group of friends after class, and they ended up becoming friends. Oh, no. Nay. Yeah. Sagawa eventually invited her over many different times to hang out at his apartment, and she was helping him uh, translate poetry for their class. Of course, uh, he had been
0: wanting to eat her. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but Now, wait. Sorry. Hold on. Yes. Um, has he acted on... Has he been able to eat anybody
1: so far? No. Okay. He has not
0: Uh, until now. (laughs) Record scratch. Well played. Thanks. Um, It it was just supernatural.
1: (laughs) He had purchased a hunting rifle and on many different occasions he would have her over and she'd be reading poetry to him with her back turned to him and he would stand behind her with the gun and he's about to shoot her. Many different times.
0: Many different times? Many different times.
1: He could never get the courage to do it. She comes over. He, he's going to do it. I can't. He can't do it. He chickens out. One time, he even pulled the trigger and the gun jammed.
0: It's because he's got weak arms he's, and legs. He's just a little guy. He does. <laughs> yeah. He's a little guy. He's holding a big boy's rifle. He's just a little kid. He's
1: a little guy. He does have really little arms. It's true. <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad for this guy. No, don't. Um, finally. Well, I don't know, actually. Finally, on June 11th, 1981... He actually does it. Oh, no. So she comes Renee? over. She's reading poetry to him. He'd actually set up a tape recorder and told her that he wanted her to read a German poem for him so he could send the recording to a teacher back home in Japan. She's like, sure. So he's recording this. Oh, God. He shoots her in the back of the head. She dies instantly. Good. Um, But yes, there is audio recording of the actual killing, which is just more evidence for the police later on, which is really... <sighs> so he's stupid. Yeah, he's He's definitely... very stupid. He's definitely not... In his mind, he's not trying to get away with anything. He's just trying to act out on this, like, fetish that he has. He's
0: just like, can I live?
1: Yeah, exactly. And he wants to document it so he can, like, relive it, you know? Like,
0: hear her voice and it's freaky. Um, So... Because he was in love with her, probably.
1: Well, that's kind of what he's... That's kind of what he says, but it's mostly uh, that he was just obsessed with her and just wanted her energy and just wanted to eat her
0: interesting
1: but love i guess i've been of-
0: obsessed with lots of dudes and i've never been like no dang no that, like kneecap looks delicious Ugh. and this guy <laughs> let me record you reading like Ugh. funny memes and then i'm gonna eat your kneecap
1: <laughs> you know what I- yeah it do- it's <laughs> does it's like definitely there's definitely something wrong with this guy because nobody wants to just eat another human you don't even want to eat meat you're a vegetarian
0: yeah that's true See? That's the thing that stopped me from cannibalism, <laughs> is the fact that I'm a vegetarian. I <laughs> don't want to eat any meat. Yeah, no.
1: Um, <clears throat> all right. So seeing that she's clearly dead, Sagawa starts trying to eat her body.
0: Oh, God.
1: Okay. Now, I'm not going to get into the gory details. Tell me. Because. And then I'll be like. Let me tell you, there are gory details. I kind of want to know. Okay. Uh I'll just say also that he took photos of what he did and the the phases of it.
0: Ew. So there's photographs
1: of it and a recording of it. So they've got evidence on this. And this, this
0: guy. is I don't wanna see or hear this, but this is in the public domain.
1: You can look up photos of the of her body online. Ugh.
0: Yeah. I That's... would recommend that nobody do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hard um, pass.
1: So uh there are actually uh he actually ended up writing a book about it. Sure. And you can read uh, detail
0: by detail. Self-published on Amazon? What he did.
1: No, he had a publisher. What? I'm going to talk a little bit more about it later. Hold on. <laughs> Self-published <laughs> on Amazon. Someone. Someone was like... I'm going to... Okay, we're going to get to that part okay. later. I, Just, I, I, yeah, I, I'm going to explain. we got to come back to I'm it. I'm going to explain. I got the
0: perfect sound effects
1: okay. for that one. So, um yeah, so he decides... He's going to just start eating her, of course. Sure. Um, and he starts with the most desirable body part. What do you think he started with? What body part? Thighs. Well, close. <laughs> he started with the right butt cheek. That ass though. <laughs> oh, man. Um, he tried biting into it, but he couldn't get in there. He said the human flesh uh. is real thick. So you wanted to know some details. This is, I'm just giving you a little taste of it. A nice. little taste. <laughs> oh, you like that? Not really. It's a really. good pun. Okay.
0: So he, uh, he
1: couldn't bite into it, so he did have to get a kitchen knife and start cutting
0: into it. So the struggle.
1: Um. So he ends up, you know, working on her and eating her piece by piece. Now,
0: yes. I feel like <laughs> once you think, oh, I'm going to be a cannibal and I'm going to eat this person, I just feel like it probably doesn't taste very good. And I... If he was too much, like he couldn't do it before. And then finally, he got up the nerve to start chomping on this lady. I wonder if after the first bite, he was like, oh, this is exactly what I thought it would be. Or if he was like, well, I'm committed. Well, let me tell you. Because that- sometimes I really want cake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all like, but I don't, I don't love like a chocolate cake. It just looks good. But if you order it and you're like, well... Cheesecake Factory won't let me return it, so I'm just <laughs> having this one now. They won't let you return them. He
1: definitely talked about what parts of the human body taste the best and taste the worst. What's the best? The best is the thigh.
0: Sure. What's the worst?
1: The worst... Uh, finky. A <laughs> finger. A finky. A fingy. <laughs> Um <Yeah. clears
0: throat> The worst <laughs> is like the anus that makes sense
1: see there's some gory details it's pretty gross so he really was like really yeah
0: also Mm. that's a lot to eat yes because aren't you only supposed to eat like six ounces of chicken (laughs) for dinner
1: well let me tell you that he spent the next two days eating her so he was Definitely pacing He himself. was committed to his project. He was committed. Okay. And he said also that he never intended on eating her entire body. He just wanted certain parts of her. So certain parts were like when he saw her when she was alive, like, oh, I'd love to bite on her lip or I'd love to like bite her thigh. And so he's doing all of these things. Really gross. Ugh. The butt, he said, I mean, you want to know some details. He cut into it. Cutco knives, probably. And it's <laughs> Cutco knives, probably. Yeah. Shout out to Cutco. <laughs> uh, he cuts into it and it's not this red meat right away, it's this like corn kind of substance. It's the fat that he hit first. He said that didn't taste very good, but the meat underneath it was very good, (laughs) which is gross. It's so gross. And he also, he did eat her breast. He fried it up. In a pan and ate it with mustard and said he didn't like it because it tasted too greasy. Notice I'm not even well, referencing my notes. I just
0: read all of this I'm memorized. I'm not interested in the fact that you are locking eyes with me while you're telling me this. Uh, so that's not fun. But also... <laughs> it was greasy because he fried it. Maybe. That's possible. You know, just cooking 101. <laughs> so...
1: Anyways, he goes and he talks about every part that he ate. He didn't eat the whole, the whole body. Uh, let me just tell you that he spends the next two days eating her. Okay. Um, and he decides after the body starts, like, gathering flies that he's going to get rid of it. So he bought two suitcases. Okay. And he decides he's going to cut up the body and put it in these two suitcases and go get rid of it in a lake.
0: This never ends well. No.
1: Um, next thing he does, he catches a cab and heads down, uh, to a park in Paris called Bois de Bologna. What? <laughs> Bois de Bologna. Okay. Went down to Bois <laughs> de Bologna. Um, <clears throat> when he got to the park, he actually asked the cab driver to help him with his bags. And the wow. cab-
0: Wow! The cab
1: driver joked about how heavy they were and said, what's in here, a corpse? And Sagawa said, oh, it's just Books.
0: I'll kill you now. <laughs> I'll kill you now. I feel like as a cabbie, don't make that joke. It's too risky.
1: I think as a cabbie, you're always thinking any bag could have a dead body in it. Yeah,
0: so don't make that joke. So you
1: got to joke about it because that's what keeps us, you know, keeps us light. He could have been
0: like, yes, a corpse, and you're next because I'm still hungry. <laughs> you're next. But you got strong looking thighs. <laughs>
1: It was 8 p.m., but in June in Paris, uh, it's still light out at that time, and a lot of people were still out sunbathing, mm-hmm. and he was trying to push the suitcases down the hill, this little tiny dude, realizing that the body's a lot heavier than he thought. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right, because he's, like, super, he's just a little guy.
1: He's very small, and he's weak. He's always just, he's been. he's been a weak dude. Yeah. He's pushing these suitcases down the hill and into the lake. Strong
0: stomach, though. <laughs> Can
1: I have a boo for that, please? Boo! You
0: suck! Yeah, that's fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite sound effect. Um, He's trying to push the suitcases down the hill and notices that everyone's staring at him, and he gets caught off guard, and at one point, a man comes up to him and starts opening the suitcase. Whoa, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on.
0: So, apropos of nothing, people are just sunbathing on the street and they see in this, the in the park not on the street i don't know it's paris in Who the knows park what that's true do. that's true they're just sunbathing they see this little dude <laughs> with two big suitcases yep and their first reaction is oh let me help you by opening your suitcase stranger you know
1: what it's not clear why somebody would do that Sagawa said that he was like staring off at the sunset and he was overwhelmed and whatever. And a guy just comes up and opens a suitcase. I don't even know. mm. I don't know the details. Okay. Maybe the guy thought it was like a bomb or something. And I don't know. Anyways, he opens the suitcase, sees what's inside. And is like, no, never mind. Well, he yells murderer. (laughs) I'm not kidding. This is what this is what happened. And Sagawa just starts walking away.
0: <laughs> this dude's a
1: loser.
0: <laughs> who, Sagawa, or the guy yeah. who opened the suitcase? I yeah. know. I love this guy. Was like, this is the best possible thing that I could do right now. Just walk away. Oh my
1: god. I think he had no idea what he was doing. He wasn't trying to cover anything up. He just was doing like minimal effort. He's a moron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, all right. Uh,
0: Sagawa goes back to his apartment and... No one chased him? No. All that guy did was open his suitcase, see the body, and just yell murderer. Yeah. It sounds like this sagawa was so small yeah he could have been picked up by anybody and put in their pocket i know that's true <laughs> that's true like why
1: did nobody chase him that i'm not sure about and the next part i'm not sure about either because he's not arrested for another four days so clearly there were eyewitnesses in the park who saw him and what yeah, he did there's some bathing i guess <laughs> he was seen though And I think also um, Renee, her classmates, knew that she was friends with him. The police were able to put it together, but for whatever reason, it took four days. I'm not sure why. But so for four days, he's in his apartment continuing to eat her body parts that he had saved in the fridge. He had saved her body parts in the fridge. Sound effect.
0: Why? I don't know, but I can't stop it now that <laughs> started. it started. That was a loon. So hang on, it's still going. We've got five wow, more seconds. Wow, that's left. a long one. Jeez. It's the same loon as last time, but <laughs> I could. It's a new program. I couldn't. Oh, you out can't how to stop, stop it. it. Yeah. You could always volume down. Yeah. All right, now so
1: good sound effect. Mm. So for four days, he's continuing to eat her body parts, and he's got it. The fridge stocked up with body parts which is really awful yeah um but the police do find him and they um show up at his apartment um and immediately sagawa confesses and he shows them everything he's like i did it here's the body parts here's the photos here's the recording and he just unloads on them uh
0: this dude has had (laughs) not a great few days no (laughs) he's already been so embarrassed at the park when people are just one guy called him a murderer, and he had to leave. You feel bad for him. He couldn't him. even be hanging out at the park anymore. You feel bad for him, Like can no. <laughs> tell. went home. On, for four days, all he could eat was leftovers. Oh, God. That's it. That's all he had was leftovers. Then the police come. They could have been coming for something else. There could have been a noise complaint. True. There could have been a prowler in the area. True. And they were just calling to warn him. hmm And they knock on the door. Wait, hang on. Actually. There you go. Because it's possible. He right. Doorbell opens the door. Yes. Hello. I'm so glad you're here because I want to tell you about this violent and heinous crime that I've committed and God. tell you every detail of it because all I'm trying to get is that book tour. <laughs> oh <So>. God.
1: <laughs> well, it's true. He really didn't try to cover it up. And I think because all of his life he was holding this back, this urge, this desire he had. And now it was obvious that he had done it. Mm-hmm. And this was a huge mess he couldn't clean up. It was really disgusting. Literally. Literally. And so he finally felt like he could talk to somebody about this. And so here are the police asking him, and he's like, yep, I did it, this is how I did it, everything, the full thing. And for once he felt like he could talk about his like fetish and his like freakish desires, which is awful. Um, eventually – What year is this? This is 1981, hmm. June 1981. Seems like there was probably like a forum online – in eighty one? No, not. I mean, no, I mean, the internet was you know. around in eighty one, but not to the public. No, okay. just Al Gore. <laughs> Al
0: Gore. He
1: did invent the internet. <laughs> um, so uh, authorities were taken aback because you know he's so eager to confess, and he also expressed zero regret or remorse for what he'd done. He, what he had done, he was very just like, "This is what I did." Just no emotion. Um, eventually, news of his crime spread, and he was being interviewed by reporters. And already he was sort of bragging about what he had done, telling people what the best parts of the human body are to eat. While he was in prison, he was also interviewed by an author named Inuhiko Yomota, who agreed to write his story and publish it. It's called In the Fog and is only available in Japanese. It's a very graphic play-by-play account of exactly how he killed Renee and exactly what it was like to consume her body, Uh, down to each body part, what it tasted like. This is what we talked about before.
0: This poor girl's family. I know because this dude is getting money yeah
1: yeah we're gonna Goes talk about his jail fund we're gonna talk about that a, in a little bit um, but yeah definitely sad about the family I don't know anything about the family or her or anything but we know everything about this guy that sucks. it's pretty sad um, <clears throat> in the book he wrote here's a quote from it quote my passion is so great I want to eat her if I do she will be mine forever there is no escape from this desire just a little insight into like, it, it's almost like if he eats her, then he, she is part of him and he has her forever.
0: That's not how eating food works. No, I
1: mean, when I eat chicken, I don't turn into a chicken. <laughs> maybe I do. <laughs> is that a bad joke? Maybe, maybe I'll stick to just being just the facts, just the facts over here. <laughs> Thank you. I deserve that. Later, though, Sagawa did say that he never actually wanted to kill anyone. Uh, He said, quote, Sure, I want to eat the girl, but I don't necessarily want to kill her in the process. If possible, I'd like to eat her alive. Uh, The moment Renee became a corpse, I realized that I had lost an important friend and even regretted killing her for a moment. What I truly wished was to eat her living flesh. Nobody believes me, but my ultimate intention was to eat her, not necessarily to kill her. To this day, I still think if only she'd let me uh,
0: taste her just a little bit. She's not a gingerbread man. <laughs> like, that's what he wants. He wants a human gingerbread man.
1: Well, it, does, it do, it's not possible. You can't just have a taste of somebody without partially killing them or hurting yeah. them. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, he doesn't <clears throat> seem bright. Well, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about the urge to be a cannibal, Mm-hmm. And then the urge to kill. Those are two separate things. I could see how somebody wants to eat somebody, but they don't necessarily want to kill somebody. So he's not a murderer at heart, but he's a human flesh eater at heart. But mm-hmm. those two are basically the same thing, unfortunately. But he's simple. He doesn't know. He He's just so, like like, mentally ill. Anyways, <clears throat> here we go. We're going to continue on. Okay. For the next year... While he was kept in a maximum security prison in France, um, he undergoes psychological evaluation. I
0: think that's for the best.
1: It was determined that he was insane and unfit to stand trial. Uh, The report said that he was hung up about his height, not self-assured, oversensitive, and emotionally cold, and uh, self-satisfied when he talked about the murder. Oh, my God. (laughs) This guy is kind of
0: like me. (laughs) Are you insecure about your height, little Kim? (laughs) I mean, I'm short. I'm just a little lady. You want to eat uh, dude's I'm, thighs?
1: No, I guess not. Have you ever nibbled on a neck or something?
0: People do that, just you know? Like, <laughs> just a little bite. Yeah, with my Cutco knives.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, a bite with your knife. <laughs> just a little stab stab. <laughs> just a little, <laughs> just to know.
1: Uh, okay, so the family of Renee Hardewelt requested that a second evaluation be done um, so that maybe... Uh, they could see some justice in court and he could actually get a trial. So maybe a doctor would say he is sane enough to stand trial. Yeah. But the request was declined. So uh, because of his mental state, um, he was not tried in court and instead was placed indefinitely in a Paris mental hospital. End of story? No. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, We like to keep our stories with a little twist at the end. I guess. So uh, the story continues. Uh, Sagawa's rich father steps in to save him by hiring the best attorney in France. Uh, This attorney makes an argument to the French government that it's very unfair uh, for the tax dollars of the French people to go toward keeping this Japanese criminal in a hospital. That kind of makes sense, actually. So uh, he argues that Sagawa be sent back to Japan to receive treatment in his native country. Uh, So the French government agrees. And they send Sagawa back to Japan five years
0: later in 1986. Seems like a pretty easy, like, <laughs> sell. Just, like, get this freak out of here. Yeah,
1: just, you know, like, why would we pay for this guy? He doesn't even live here. He yeah. doesn't even go here. doesn't even go here. <laughs> um... But once Sagawa set foot in Japan, he was actually a free man. Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody thought about that? <laughs> I guess <not>. Stupid. <laughs> the story had made international headlines, and so it was getting a lot of media attention. Now, this is in 1986, five years after the incident. Okay. Sagawa's father knew that reporters were going to be on them, and, you know, the minute they land, they're going to be watching. So... uh. To really make it look like uh, his son was going to spend the rest of his life in a mental uh, hospital, Mm -hmm. he actually uh, hires an ambulance to show up. And uh, when Sagawa gets off the plane, they escort him off the plane and into the back of an ambulance, and he's taken to uh, Matsuzawa Hospital in Tokyo.
0: Some people have too much money. (laughs) Like, they shouldn't have it.
1: I agree. Somebody who's going to be defending... Like a cannibal killer, I think that's not a good use of money. So there were lots of reporters there taking photos. He's put in the back of an ambulance. Clearly, he's going to go get treatment. So he's taken to Matsuzawa Hospital in Tokyo. There, he's evaluated and deemed sane. Of sure. course. Yeah. Um, they said he had a personality disorder. <laughs> and on August, they are 12th, not wrong. <laughs> on August twelfth, nineteen eighty six, he checks himself out of the hospital. See ya. So you know. Basically, because French authorities had not charged Sagawa because of his insanity, his crime also could not be prosecuted in Japan. Free man. So currently, Sagawa is 68 years old and a free man man. who lives in Tokyo. Living on those sweet book royalties? (laughs) Dang! He also travels the world and, you know, he makes money off of his crime. Basically... For the next decade after he was released, he was often paid to speak and make guest appearances and detail his crime. He became sort of a macabre celebrity in Japan. Dude. Right after he was released, he was approached by Japanese authorities to be a consultant regarding a murder they were investigating. And for a crime magazine, he was paid around $20,000 to help give insight into a killer they were looking for. So yeah, he, he made money. Um, Over the years, he started making art and selling it. He's like a painter and he paints like women. And he also. um, Hold on. Yes.
0: Yes. Women are posing for him. Yes. Naked? All of the above. I only gave you one option. So (laughs) I assume naked.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Some of them don't know his his past. Some do. Some do? Yes. And they're still like, that's fine. He's like this celebrity. They just treat him like it's. I honestly, Japan is a very weird place. Wow. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. I
0: don't think I like this.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't. Nobody does. Um,
0: well, you know, I'm interested in celebrity culture. <laughs> He's a celebrity. <laughs> He's a, you are. Yeah.
1: Um. So, uh, let's see. Um, he ended up he illustrated a comic. He uh, wrote a comic that illustrated the murder and cannibalism. So Garfield. It's got, it's, it's very Garfield esque. <laughs> <laughs> with <laughs> hints of
0: Hagar the Horrible. Uh,
1: and uh, it shows him, you know, cutting up Renee and like cutting her. Like he, like, you know, he's cutting you know. up her body, putting her in the suitcase. It's real gross. Um, and he <laughs> sold it and made money. Uh,
0: was he the illustrator? Yeah. He's like mm. an artist. So he did the drawings. Because I was thinking it'd be funny if an illustrator was like, okay, man, yeah, I'd love to work <laughs> with you. Um, so what's your comic about? And he's like, oh, it's just, it's kind of a, um, like a new age love story. And <laughs> like, cartoon's like, cool. This is great. Like, let's, I'm so excited about this opportunity. I really appreciate <laughs> it. God. And then, uh, then this guy's just like, okay, now for this panel, just, um, just so I'll be sawing her leg off here <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to take like a chomp of her butt. <laughs> I'm just
1: going to take a chomp. You me snort. Oh, God. So I guess it's
0: good that he did it himself.
1: I think so, because people are really freaked out by him and what he did. Yeah, no shit. Um, He, uh, he's
0: done,
1: he starred in films. He even wrote his own film. He's, uh, his own film. He starred in, like... Gosh. Yeah. He's done lots of interviews. You can watch them online. He's done, like, he'll, like, get in front of the camera and talk to people about what he did. And he has, like, no shame. He talks about it, like, it's no big deal. Um... This is disgusting. It
0: really is. He wrote I, from now on anytime anybody tries to make fun of the Kardashians, I will immediately be like, "Let me tell you about this dude in Japan. The Kardashians <laughs> are not cannibals. They're not
1: murderers. That's very well, true." Well,
0: mm, they're a very powerful family. They are associated with and I certainly would never say anything negative about them. <laughs> Never I just anything. for sure no, they're <laughs> Such not cannibals. A fangirl. <laughs> no, I just think it's possible that they could murder.
1: <laughs> Sagawa wrote a book about the crime, different than the one in jail. This one, uh, he took his psychiatric evaluation and like translated it, and he did a different take on it. Um, but it had it included crime scene photos in the book, and it was so graphic that it's hard to find this book in print today. Um, But uh, people that do have copies will ask Sagawa to sign them. Oh God! In a short piece uh, from 2011 by Vice called "Interview with the Cannibal," Sagawa shows the book to the camera and says, "Quote: Japanese people today are really stupid. They have the same mentality as I, a terrible criminal, did." <laughs> but he's he's banking on it though. This like this dude these- does not care. No, he doesn't. He, <laughs> he does. doesn't care. I know, right? (laughs) Um, So anyways, uh, in a 2007 Channel 5 British documentary, Sagawa is interviewed and talks about how he's no longer fixated on Western women, but on Japanese women
0: instead. Every single woman in Japan should just run. Yeah, I know. How come nobody just just murder him? Well, Oh. Listen to this. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, hold on. Uh, he says that he worries that his desires to eat human flesh will become overwhelming and he might do it again, although no crimes have been linked to him as of yet. Uh, in more recent years... Because he's old and feeble. Well, yeah, he's 68 now.
0: Oh, that's young.
1: He was, but he's already feeble. Oh, yeah, he... In more recent years, Sagawa has said that being able to live out his life as a known murderer and cannibal has been incredibly difficult and enough oh, punishment no. for him. Oh, Poor guy. Poor guy. It's so hard for him. He said in a 2009 interview with Vice... Quote, I believe that it would have been much easier on me had I been given the death penalty. It's so tough living out in the open. That's reason enough for never committing the same crime ever again. You can't imagine how difficult it is to live under surveillance from society. In that respect, I really believe that the death penalty just puts people out of the misery and it totally defeats the purpose of punishment. So, poor guy. His life sucks.
0: Now. I kind of agree with him on the death penalty thing, so that's making me question a lot of my stuff. (laughs) Is he making you question your
1: stuff? (laughs) Um, So basically to wrap this story out, uh, Sagawa, at this point in his life, or at least the last interview that he did, or one of the last ones, he says he, he wants to die. And in his fantasy, he would be murdered by a beautiful woman. In that same 2009 interview I just quoted, he said, quote, I would like to invite any woman who wants to kill me to step forward. Beautiful women only. That would be the ideal way for me to die. Maybe they, can shoot me, uh, <laughs> maybe they can shoot me up with morphine so that I don't feel any pain. Although I guess the pain is part of the pleasure. Dying instantly is boring, so I want to savor the process of being killed. I'm a cowardly man who killed another person, yet I can't face killing myself. So I guess dying at the hands of a woman would be my way to redemption.
0: Ew... So I hope just like an just this heinous sweaty man does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like his
1: nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Just like I don't know. Like a really
1: gross. Actually, wouldn't it be like a really thin, frail person cuz if he sees a lot of meat on the guy's bones, he's, he's going like to like it. Ooh. He's going to be like, "Yeah. What are you doing, fella?" I wonder if he likes fat people or if it's like not fat people, but like he wants people that look healthy, quote unquote, and he yeah. wants to eat them. So maybe it's, so they have to be muscular. So maybe this guy's really thin and frail that kills him. He them.
0: did not like the fat from the buttocks.
1: He didn't like it as much. It was the meat. Yeah. So anyways, uh, he is a free man. He's a cannibal that walked free. It's pretty much the freakiest. I, I remember looking up like what are the craziest murders that have ever happened? You know, that sort of thing. And yeah. this is on This is like high on the list. I'm
0: just so blown away. Yeah. I'm not gonna look it up, but I, does he have an Instagram?
1: No. <laughs> does he have an Instagram? No. No, he does not. Okay. <clears throat> but you could look up those crime scene photos. They're in black and white. I'm so definitely it's not, not as going to.
0: <laughs> and I would encourage all of our listeners to also not do that.
1: I mean, I say if you stumble across them, they're pretty. They're pretty bad. Yeah. Mm. So, so hard pass. But they're in black and white, so that makes it less gory. I think that's a deliberate.
0: Then it's art
1: choice. Then it's art. Yeah.
0: Um, no. Still
1: no for me. Still no. Still, it's books. still a no for me. Can we do a one final sound effect
0: for this uh, episode? Yeah, I think I have something. <clears throat> oh, I have. Yeah. Uh, this case is solved. Because um we're shutting the, the, <laughs> the door <laughs> on the vault. But I got one that's called Stacy Laugh. Oh, you recorded my laugh? No, I think it. I think the first time I heard it, I thought it sounded like you. Oh, is it a witch? <laughs> no. Oh, it's a witch. Okay. I feel like I have a witch cackle. No.
1: <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is like me. I do this like uh, like guttural. Like That's I like throw, I, yeah, I throw my head back. It's like a whole bodily movement. Yeah.
0: I try not to pay attention to it when you do it.
1: All right. Well, that was a great episode, Kim. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Signing off. You're welcome. Be sure to follow us uh, at Kim Knows Nothing, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and dot .com. Boom. All the things. hmm And you can learn more about us, our podcast, and some true crime.